Hey everybody, C-Note here, and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like Weezer. You like the new one. It's, you like the new one. Stop it. It's fine. Uh, today on the show, I'm talking about helping people. This concept that uh, is, is seems pretty easy on the surface, but when it comes to like business, it becomes a real challenge. I think it's really easy for the human condition to take over and we get competitive or we get protective of our skills and our resources and um, we get into a scarcity mindset pretty easily and helping people is kind of a part of the abundance mindset of, of realizing that there's enough to go around, there are enough people to help and a really big part of the concept of helping people is about taking charge of your time and it's not about taking speculative work but offering help to the people that you appreciate, you care about, that you are excited about, and really opening the doors to connect with them. So there's a lot to break down here. Join me on today's episode of Dopamine. Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Uh, audio is going to sound a little differently doing this on my phone today. And the reason for that is because I'm kind of out here grinding it. <laughs> Not a physical thing. Uh, I'm, I'm doing Uber to make some money. And I haven't really been spending a lot of time at home the past few days, which has actually been a really good thing for me. I've been out on the town, sort of figuring out um, the area a little bit, meeting some people, and kind of slowly reintroducing myself into the world, as it were. And I've, I've really spent the last year, I really spent 2018, which, Happy New Year, by the way, Happy 2019, I spent a much of the year being inside and really trying to figure out what is causing my sort of agoraphobia that I was dealing with. I, I was dealing with a lot of um, fear, fear of what, you know, of really making sure I wanted to get my note, get to know myself first and, and sort of refigure myself out in this new old version of me that, um, you know, is not tainted by my complex PTSD that I've been dealing with in the last year. So, I really feel like I needed to take a lot of time to work through it, and it's starting to feel like the time to get myself back out into the world slowly. I've got some ideas to do things involving locations around Rochester that I can do some YouTube videos with and uh, get to know local businesses around here and really get myself out into the world more comfortably. And you know, I'm fulfilling the need that I have to like get a little bit of money going and, and, uh, there's less pressure on my creative endeavors to produce, uh, financial gains. So I can be a little bit more creative. I can get stuff out there. So I, um, th all of that is just a primer for why I'm talking in the car. But, uh, uh, the, the episode today is really all about helping people, which has been a part of my, my ambition the past few weeks. It's really been my ambition my entire life, but it's really been more prevalent the last few weeks that I genuinely want to help people and it keeps getting blocked or tainted by the fact that I need to make some money. And 
I think a lot of us get really mixed up with that. We get really mixed up with our creative and creative endeavors and um, we're creating art or we're doing graphic design or we're doing all sorts of things that we get really blocked up by the desperation to, to attain money and resources. And it can keep us from really obtaining a higher level of success that allows us to start thinking about how we can genuinely help someone instead of just using the word, Hey, how can I help you as a tool to, you know, develop or begin a currency exchange, but really using helping people, how can I help you as a means to genuinely help someone that you care about, that you appreciate, that you can lend your, your abilities to without having to put extra pressure on the relationship. I think if you start most relationships on that precipice of the idea that you need to do some sort of exchange or power exchange or money exchange, that it, it, it's immediately, you know, poisoning the relationship. And while some people can get a little bit more straightforward and transactional when it comes to that sort of relationship, if you're really trying to build something long term, it's much more viable to realize that there's some part of in all of us that has an ambition to help people, whether it's because we have an internal morality or values or, or something within us that, that lets us see that we have something that we want to, that we won't want people to treat us a certain way. So in exchange, we have to treat others a certain way, or we already have a natural propensity to look at the world as something we want to make better in some semblance, uh, some shape or form. For me, I've always been uh, a thinker, a bit cold when it comes to logic and emotions. Um, I, I just haven't always been forthright with um, with, with wanting to help people. It's, it's always been about me and it is still about me. It's, it's still very much about what I want, which is like kind of the beauty of it, right? Is the idea that like, it's still what I want, but what I want sort of accidentally helps people. It really kind of depends on your personality type, right? I'm sort of basing this on me being an INTP and really leaning into my introverted, intuitive thinking and perceiving perspectives of who I am as a Myers-Briggs type of INTP uh, has really allowed me to realize that my information seeking and asking questions and uh, looking for truth is not about specific detailed accuracy in correcting people and making others be better, but helping people through the information that I deduce or gather or, or the work that I put in to help explain concepts or to be able to take uh, uh, the basic brain wiring of who I am and build upon it so that I can help other people. Like, I understand now that my beacon in life, my goal, is to help people and helping people through being myself. It's sort of like an accidental thing. Like, I'm not, I'm not actively seeking to throw myself on the flames to help someone, whereas somebody might feel more natural. That might feel more natural for someone else to do that. For me, I have to consider my needs and consider how I stick out from the crowd and how that idea of me sticking out from the crowd can help other people to 
continually check themselves and make sure that they're not just following the crowd because it's safer, but following the crowd because it actually is better for them, right? Really depends on your situation. So the whole point here about helping people is that it's both selfish and selfless at the same time, which is, again, I know it's a paradox. It's like confusing, but nothing is as black and white as we've ever been sold. We've been sold on this notion that in this industrialized sort of life that we've grown up in, at least in America, that everything is black and white, yes or no, black or white, on or off, that there's an exploration of the gray area is evil or bad or frustrating. And for many types, that can hold true. But for me and for many people in the world, there is much beauty in the gray area. And that gray area is a place where people can explore and continue to help people. All of this kind of leads to another notion of like, I've been listening to a lot of Seth Godin stuff lately and reading his books. And he just has this incredible mind, um, this really great, caring, loving person that um, is helping to define and redefine marketing as something that is, that is meant as a means to help people. That's what modern marketing is. And I think creatives, you guys that are listening to this or entrepreneurs or freelancers that are trying to build a life and build a business and work through your mindset or mental health stuff, like understanding that the marketing way, the modern way of connecting through marketing is about genuinely helping people and making a difference beyond something that is just yourself. Now it's again, it's about improving yourself so you can do that for someone, which is why like I talk about personality first when I go through like my brand blaster course, it's personality, branding, marketing, and sales. It's not just about one of those four things, or it's not just about selling. It's not about getting someone's attention at the mall and getting them to sniff your hand to buy the perfume. It's about how does this make someone look better or feel better or uh, improve their life in some way? How can you convey that to them? And how can you actually help them with that? It's almost like you, you should be really, I, I, I try to stay away from should statements, but I feel like like one of the best ways that we can actually help people in the world or, and, and help ourselves is by helping people without expectation and helping people without expectation actually helps ourselves way more than it helps other people. And what I mean by that is that when we set expectations for ourselves or on others, it again, poisons the relationship between us and other people. It poisons the well in what we are trying to achieve, which is to help each other, to have them pay us and then have us provide them with a service, right? So if we go into any kind of transaction with an expectation, an expectation that someone's going to give us money or that we're going to get every bit of perfect service from this person, that it it, it automatically creates this, this place where something could go wrong. And in this grand scheme of life, if I can pontificate for a second in the, in the for a second, I've been doing it for 10 minutes. Um, in the grand scheme of life, if we are going to be continuing to put work out there to try to help people to 
continue to make things without having our self-esteem and well-being completely destroyed by every single rejection that we get from someone, we have to fortify a way or essentially sort of learn that by managing our emotional expectations from a situation, from a person, from anything that's external, that we are effectively managing our ability to reconcile with rejection, that we are able to take this potentiality of something great going to happen and say like, okay, I'm excited to at least try this opportunity. If it works, fantastic. If it doesn't, fantastic. That means I can move on to something else. And what that really means for me in the way that I talk about it is like being able to take an opportunity as an opportunity for information or an opportunity for insight as to what you can do next, right? You try something, you put it out there, you create something, you share it with someone, you try to create a connection. And if it goes well, it goes well. If it does go well, then you know what to do next. You keep going. If it doesn't go well, then you have new information. You do something different. Uh, or you work with a different person. Or you you know, try approaching the problem with a different tool or emotional readiness. It's really about using those situations as a way to... to get yourself primed for going in either direction, right? So, and, and not be destroyed by the opposite because good things can destroy us too. Like, a, like something going really, really well can get us to a place of entitlement to feel like we deserve more or that the next thing we put out there should automatically be accepted regardless of who it is, right? So, I find that finding a way to to needlessly or selflessly and selfishly help people, what I mean by selfishly is that we're helping people so that it feels good for us because that's part of it too. Like I think people, I think we can put too much emphasis on helping people as something that is for others. It is also for ourselves. It is a mutually beneficial thing for us to help people because we help us in the process. That's a really big deal to do that. That's amazing. It feels good and you want to do it again, right? So when the next time, if I can give you sort of like an action item or a takeaway from this is like the next time you want to reach out to someone about your business, about selling a product, about um, maybe someone you want to work with, think about how you can genuinely help them. Remove money from the equation. Don't ask them for money. Don't ask them for what it is that they can do for you, but ask them or tell them like, I have this talent. I believe in what you're doing. I want to lend my talent to what you're doing. How can I give you this? Right? So for an example, I am tomorrow. I have a, I have a friend of mine that runs a tattoo shop and he's putting on a um, skateboard show where they're the tattoo artists are drawing on skateboards and they're going to put it up. They're calling it thrash the thrash the season or something like that. And I do photography and video is one of the things that I do and graphic design. So I am going to take my camera, going to go to the shop. I'm going to be like, Hey, let me take some photos of your boards and I'll give it to you. You guys can post it to Instagram and you know, prepare for the show. 
and I don't expect him to pay me. I don't expect him to tag me in anything. I don't expect anything. But as long as I can help him, and uh, he's a good dude, and I believe in him, he's going to put my name out there. And he's going to... I, I, most likely, he will find a way to pay me. Um, and it's a matter of, like, if I can afford the time to do it, if it's something that I believe in the potentiality of the relationship, if I believe in the possibility that this could lead to something and then it'll put my word, put my name out there, like, it will it will manifest in something. I know that's abstract, but that, that's a way to do it because it's all about the exposure. It's all about helping people. And if anything, the fact that you can give someone something, they can use it, like, that feels good, right? So, like, otherwise, like, what's the purpose of your art? Like, is is art something that is instantly something that is sellable? Or do you have to work to sell it, right? And what I mean by that, which I feel like I'm saying that a lot, to have to explain what I mean by things. Um, what I mean by that is... If you're so concerned with your art producing financially, it's going to hurt the quality of the art because you're going to be doing that so haphazardly. You're going to be trying to get it out there. You're going to be pandering to an audience. You're going to be doing something that doesn't resonate naturally with who you are and what you want. So if money is the thing, find something else that can satisfy the money. For me, I'm Ubering. I'm going to do that. Because when I go home and I take out my sketch pad, I can make whatever I want. I can, I can design whatever I want. And I have the freedom to go to the tattoo shop and take the photos that I want to take because I'm not concerned with making him pay me. Does that make sense? I know the question is like, well, isn't the point to try to get paid? Yes, the point is trying to get paid. But you can't eventually get paid if you're not putting your work out there and doing things for the people that you believe could eventually pay you. Does that make sense? I hope it makes sense. Something to think about. Let that stir a little bit because I think I'll, I think I'll come back in a few weeks and we'll talk a little bit more about this um, in, in ways that can maybe make a little bit more sense. But I want you to try it. If you're feeling like you're trying to create art on your own and you are stressed out by the money thing, find a way to satisfy the money thing. If the art itself is not already satisfying the money thing, find another way. I, you can always do it. It depends on your, your financial circumstances, of course, but you can always do it by a part-time gig or trying to find some way to satisfy it without utilizing all of your time. And really thinking about how you're using much of your time anyway. For me, as I started doing Uber and getting out there, I started realizing like, I wasted a lot of time on YouTube or I wasted a lot of time doing things that I don't really want to do. And for me, that time that I need to make the money is really important so that I can have the freedom to make things when I have time to make things. Uh, Gary V talks about that 7 p.m. to 2 a.m. slot at night that a lot of people have. If you're working a nine to five job and you go home, you eat dinner, you spend time with the family and then 7 PM to 2 AM, a lot of you guys will sit at home and you'll play video games or you'll watch Netflix or YouTube and just kind of dick around and like, think about those times. What else could you be doing? Even if it's like stuff on your phone, it doesn't have to be anything complex. It could be just like reaching out to people, telling them that you like their work 
uh, finding who's in the area, writing an email, doing something that is in service of your goal, of the thing that you want to do, and move a little bit towards that every single day. And do that by helping people. That's the thing. So hopefully that helped you in some sort of way. Um, let me know if you had any thoughts or questions about this concept. Um, and let me know if you try it, if you go out there and you say, you know what, let me just pick a person that I really admire, that I appreciate that could use my help. And that's an important thing is like, they're allowed to say no, it's fine. And find someone that, that where it all lines up, go do the thing for them for free. And just like keep helping them out. Do the best that you can. If you don't have time to help them out, then don't do it. But that's going to be one of the best ways for you to get your work out there, right? And and I'm going to put another disclaimer out there. I know like in art school and especially in design school, they would teach us don't do speculative work. The difference is you are offering free work versus taking free work. There's a difference between someone that is trying to take advantage of you and say that they don't want to pay you for something they need versus you offering to help someone on your time, on your dime, on your need, on through your skill set. You are in control. That is the difference. Allowing yourself to use the time that you control constructively to build a relationship with someone that you can help versus letting someone take control of your time and energy when you don't want to. Does that make more sense? I think that's a good way to wrap it up. So uh, that's it. First episode of the year. I think this is the first episode of the year. I'm not really sure. Either way, <laughs> it's it's. Uh, I'm recording this like a few days before Christmas. So whatever. Um, that's it. I hope the I hope you guys have started thinking about the year. What it is you want to do. Don't overthink it. Don't worry about it too much. If you can plan a week, a month, a quarter, whatever it is, like just start thinking about what you want to do. Keep taking care of yourselves. Keep keep drinking water. Keep eating good food. Um, keep hugging the people that you love and showing them affection and, you know, make sure that you're getting the support that you love and need as well. If you need to go see a therapist this year, you know, there's no better time than now to start doing that. Right. So again, if you have questions, please hit me up. I'm your host C note dopamine.life. If you want to subscribe to the show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes and check out my brand blaster course at bit.ly slash brand blaster, where I help people navigate through personality, marketing, branding, and sales Uh, not in that order. It's actually personality, branding, marketing, and sales as a way to learn how to get your product from an idea to, you know, something that you can utilize your personality into the branding and then marketing and easily make a sale through simple conversations and helping people. So that's that. I'll catch you guys next time on Dopamine. See you later. Bye. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine and providing your support for this show. I really, really appreciate it. If you really love this show, leave a review on iTunes and Stitcher to show some love for the podcast. You can also check out cnote.media to check out my work and my courses. But um, with that, we'll catch you next time. See you guys later.